welcome to this episode of Bonus Barrel. With me today is Jeff. I went first. I feel privileged. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and of course is Seiji. What a busy week. What a bit. What a crazy time for games, for news, for events that took place around our town. So this episode is going to be kind of jammed with news and conversation, and I'm going to talk about video games live. Unfortunately, out of, out of the BB crew, I'm the only one who went. But that's okay, because. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys a story of Rob's trip to uh, to Video Games Live. So you can be really excited out there for that. I am excited. Yeah, it's great. Extremely. So let, let's start with the news. I'll go first. I have a lot of small news and two big news. And I know our news overlaps a bit because there's one, the elephant in the room, Nintendo. We'll get to that. Dragon Ball Universe, a licensed game, a Dragon Ball game, a game that came out recently... Uh, all these things, so, you know, Dragon Ball games, historically, are just like, oh, it's a Dragon Ball game, summer 86. Well, guess what, guys? 1.5 million units shipped in, uh, like, not even a month. That's cool. That's badass. That's gotta be a new record for Dragon Ball games. Unabashed Dragon Ball Z fan, and Dragon Ball fan. I love the series, it's one of my favorites. Xenoverse was a great game, uh, and I just saw the article, and I was like, and I saw it on, I guess, Explosion.com, which is a new site for me. It's, it was all over the place anyways. But yeah, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, uh... You know, sold that shipped that many, so I don't. You know, it probably hasn't sold as many. I would think. You know what? It would made it even cooler. What's that? A Wii U version. Yeah. <laughs> How and many more would they have shipped? And here's like ten more copies. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing, though. This thing is not even like maybe a dozen. This is not a next gen quality game. No. First of all, it came on the PS3 and the 360. Yeah, exactly. And although it looks fine, it would have ran on the Wii U, no problem. Mm-hmm. I don't. You wouldn't have got much out of the gamepad, but that's just not necessary. Help use that Pro controller and. And have yourself a Dragon Ball time. I've I've played it for the first time yesterday. Oh, did you get to play? I, it? I did get to play yeah, it. Awesome, um, and it's so much fun. It is. It's isn't it? so much fun. Making your own character is a blast. Uh, too. Yeah, I did made you... a, I made a female Boo because they're they're adorable. They're adorable. Megan made yeah, one too. Yeah, so... they're really cute. You like Dragon Ball, don't you? I do. I think you'd love this game. I think I wish that you. We can on PC if you really want. When it goes on sale on Steam, you should pick it up. Oh, okay. Because you know it's expensive, and you ordered a bunch of games. But when it's a little cheaper. I think, since you're not like, you you must have it, I can't encourage you to buy it right now. But when it's on sale, because Steam will inevitably have it on sale, I think you should get it. Now, you mentioned the licensed game, and yes, licensed games have have a stigma, stigma, right? But I think Dragon Ball, for the most part, aren't notorious for being bad. That's not entirely true, because... Yeah, there's there is good Dragon Ball games, but there's so many. There is quite a bit. And so, so because of that, it's kind of like... There's so many Sonic games, and there's a few good Sonic games, and there used to be a bunch of great Sonic games, but now it's like, ugh, Sonic. I think Dragon Ball Z kind of has that. It's like those one-a-year games. Like, oh, here comes another Dragon Ball Z game, shrug. It's the same thing. We're going to tell Dragon Ball Z the same way we always do with one minor difference. But this one is like, it's like a full story and a customization. It's like a mini MMO. It's great. Well, and the thing with the Dragon Ball games is they've always had such series like Raging Blast, Tenkaichi, so and Budokan, yeah. or whatever they Budokai. are. Budokai. So, and I find all the sequels would mirror the, the prequels almost too well in a lot of the cases. So. They've gotten lazier and lazier yeah, with the stories. exactly. Because the first Budokai that came out in the PS2 was crazy. They redid all the scenes from the show in 3D. That was different and unique. And they had some alternate and like little silly like what if scenarios like what if cell absorbed Krillin and eats like a Krillin cell and oh yeah, if you yeah, see yeah, that, yeah I played that. They're I really funny. That, yeah. And that, that was that was a unique and it was a good game in general. That was unique. But over time they just become usually what'll happen is you'll get your fight and then people will talk over it. And they don't even try anymore. But this one 
was they tried really hard. Yeah, and it was great. <laughs> the story was fun. So you know, we don't want to talk about Dragon Ball forever, but I think people out there who are a fan of the show have a little 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 extra cashola should pick this game up. That's great. So, I'm not that that surprised. I, w- I would have been very surprised if you would have told me that this was like a Barbie game. Right? <laughs> 1.5 million is now, good though, right? You need to keep, or, or at least once in a while, make a good game out of every franchise because if we can learn anything from Sonic is that if you keep releasing bad games, the, the value of the franchise goes down. Oh, I, yeah. I still love Sonic though. Sonic. What do you got for news there, what Jeff for news? Yeah. Um, well, Throw an article at us. Here, here's, here's something that, you know, I'm sure people don't get sick of us talking about Final Fantasy. I love, I, I, I you don't, know, I know it's great. Seiji can kind of like He's one of the biggest fanboy in the room. Yeah, huge, huge. Yeah. Um, so here's kind of this crazy, I saw this, I didn't think it was real at first because it was, it seems so out of place to How me. How could this be real? I, exactly. <laughs> but what, what's going on is that Final Fantasy XI, um, so that is an MMO. Final the first Fantasy. MMO the first they did. Final Fantasy MMO came out in like what, two thousand three? Something like that. I played it when it came out. I at played launch. it and then I didn't understand it, <laughs> so I never played it again. Um, this is a disclaimer. I played Final Fantasy XI in the first one or two expansions for like a year straight. That's oh, all I did. Did you really? I played that game obsessively. My first real MMO, and although it's since that's been that was almost thirteen years ago. Yeah, quite a while I'm not ago. together with it anymore. But for a while, I was pretty pro with that. Yeah, game. and it was it was popular in its heyday. Yeah. Um, but it kind of took a backseat well, to it's old, right? the more popular MMOs nowadays. Um, but what the news can kind of get at here is that it's an unfortunate thing that they they seem to be closing down the servers yep. um, for, was it PC? PS2 and, three, and 360. Is the PC one staying open? Yeah. Now, here's the, here's the thing that's a little remarkable with this is I think Final Fantasy XI was one of the first cross-gen MMOs, cross-platform, sorry, MMOs, and also one of the first console MMOs. So you could play this yeah. on the PS2 and people would play on the PC and it worked. You could play with each other. So yeah. The, which that doesn't happen even nowadays. They're always no. separate. Well, Final Fantasy fourteen did it. Did they do that? They had the PS you can play on PS4. I didn't know that they were the same. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, it's a square thing, I guess. Yeah, they're just a good company. Um, but <laughs> it, it turns out that in March of twenty sixteen the PS two and the Xbox three hundred sixty versions no longer supported. So if you play those, yeah. if you play those, I'm sorry. But you're not SOL because if you want to play your character, you could you have your, what you're about to say, or you could go on the PC. Exactly, you always took the PC version. Your account's still good. But what the new thing is coming out is they're releasing Final Fantasy XI for mobile. I devices. know, isn't that weird? Like I can't even grasp that. Uh, that's so. So the MMOs we get on, on mobile right now are usually stripped down. Little, you know, not to poo-poo on all of them, but they're very mobile. They're mobile games. They're mo- exactly. They're this mobile is MMOs. a PC, fairly true to the Final Fantasy series, actually. So, But a full, massive, gigantic game. Now, I know it's old, so the assets are going to be smaller and stuff. But, yeah. But think but about still, it. It's going to be on still, mobile. That's crazy. That, that's It's still a massive MMO. It's yeah. not It's not one of those little, like, mom-and-pop MMOs. <laughs> it's, this is made by not Square. Not baby's MMO. Exactly. So it's coming to mobile, and that's weird. To me, it seems so weird. I couldn't imagine playing an MMO on mobile at all. I've tried like one of them once because I was. I played the little Summoner's War. I think it was like Chaos and Order. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't really remember. play it. Oh man, it was more or less like a, I wonder what this is like, and it turns out it was awful. But There's some uh, probably okay. So I played a little bit of Summoner's War. Just kind of like a I don't know a reference. Just, it's good to know a little bit of the market that we work in. Uh, and the, one of the things I thought was cool is they had an integrated chat system, like just oh, a regular. Okay. So that, that's rare. Yeah. Well, you need that. In you do need that, right? but you don't see that very exactly. often. Exactly. So, um, cool. so it's something to look forward to for anyone who who does mobile MMOs and a lot of mobile gaming. If you want a real comprehensive game, yeah, Final Fantasy XI might be the 
most comprehensive yeah, game that's true. for mobile. So. I might even be considered to attempted to check uh, it out. I, I, I'm curious to, to check it if out. There's a trial I might play it Yeah. Because yeah. I, I love that game actually and for the nostalgia purpose I might want to just check it out and run around the first areas and yeah. see who likes them. Yeah. Part, part of me would just probably jump. I played a lot of 14 when I came out. Yeah, I want born, to play 14. So I Stone would probably time. just go back to that. But That's yeah. cool. So it's really cool. Yeah. Really cool. How much news you got, Sage? Got a lot of news? The Nintendo stuff. Besides that? No. Or we'll save you for last. All right. So I got... Uh, Best-selling PS4, PS3, and PS Vita games. No one can say that we're, we're purely Nintendo. Although we do give Expo a little bit of the shaft, but that's because none of us have one. Yeah. So, you know, if well, people have crazy... have one. Yeah, well, our old our old guest did have one, but... Old, keep our old, out. frequent guest... We should keep calling him out until he listens. <laughs> until he'll listen. 26, 26, Marshall. <laughs> 20, 26. <laughs> um, so anyway, so, unfor- so I might get one someday. But anyways, so I apologize to the listeners out there who... Who only have an Xbone and don't have Wii U or PS4? I don't mean to make you cry. You just think we don't have one. That only have the Xbone. No, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> they do I'm, not. I'm sure there is. <laughs> They're myths. Um, but anyway, so I got because because numbers and charts are fun sometimes. Like I'm not a big numbers and charts guy, but I know you like it. So here's some for you. Yes. So this is and this leads up to my, the very first thing I said. Top PS4 games in February, all of February. Number one, Dying Light. Number two, Dragon Ball Z Universe. Ooh. That came out like February 24th or 27th or something. There you go. And so in that one week, it outsold the rest. You got Evolve, The Orders, number four, Life is Strange, Minecraft, Grand Theft Auto V, Shadow of Mordor, Little Big Planet, uh, Resident Evil. These are the first ten. So some of those games were out for a little while, so that's okay. I heard on a podcast that The Order was like so-so. Yeah, you heard, was, was, was it a was, pro was podcast it, with yeah. some handsome people on it? Well, it started... Like being kind of positive, and then <laughs> they kind of realized how not great the order was. It's not uh, terrible. It's it's yeah, I think the order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to know more, listen. listen well, why do you check out that yeah. uh, our episode on uh, the order? Sagey wasn't a part of that one, so that's why it feels like a different show to you. Because mm-hmm. you're left. You you were so intentionally left yeah. out. You're like it's like a spinoff. It's it, 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 a more uh, popular show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dragon on PS3. Dragon Ball was number five, actually. Still, uh, but Minecraft PS3 edition, Resident Evil, that's the HD remake that came out, so it's downloaded. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V, Call of Duty and Warfare, Life is Strange, and then some other one, Chivalry, Medieval Warfare. So the PS3 is still, you know, selling stuff, so that's pretty cool. And then the Vita, Sword Art Online was number one. Minecraft. So Minecraft is like... Minecraft's huge. Isn't that amazing how this old-ass game... Well, it's not old. It's like five it's years, old. right? Well, it feels, it's old when you consider yeah, releases. I guess so. But it's still top in charts on, like, consoles and shit. But Minecraft is a type of game that it really doesn't matter if it's old or not. Yeah, I know it's just amazing like to see it still. It's it appeals to so many audiences as well. So that that's why there's a little bit of extra note about this. Fascinating about this and linking to the last one. So Dragon Ball Universe was a new game that came out only in the PS, only the mate on the consoles. So, but it seemed like that successful title actually bled off a little bit because if you look at the Vita, number three was Dragon Ball Z Battle of Z, the game Ooh. that came out last year. No. So I wonder if well, clearly. Interest was drummed up. It's cheaper right now. People are like, well, I, I'm playing Xenoverse or or I can't play Xenoverse. So I'm going to grab Battle of Z because that's cool. Are there a lot of releases for the PS Vita? Uh, yeah, kind, kind of, of, actually. They're a little, regular basis? I feel like they're all under the radar. And well, here's a great thing, though. If you are a Japanese gamer, not a Japanese gamer, but you love Japanese games and you live over here, the Vita is just like, it's like, I'll take all your games. I don't care. And, and in Japan, the Vita is actually fairly popular and they get a shit ton of games. A lot of them being like 
as anime and JRPG as you can get. Okay. And they're all just going on the Vita, so I'm actually kind of enjoying. It also seems to track kind of weird, sketchy games, like Criminal Girls and... I don't know, all these weird games that are like a little bit like... A little too I don't, risque. I don't, Grandpa Rob here, who's 31, is like, oh, I don't want these... No, it's just, they look like, just like really weird. So you can either get like traditional JRPGs or like weird dating sim games or like visual... No, I don't know. Vita's a weird... Vita's the weird place in the industry now. It's like, you want to go get your weird on? Aside from PC, just grab a Vita. Do they have Pink Hour? No. Pink <laughs> Hour sounds like it belongs in the Vita. It's like you go to the EV and you're like, hey, okay, it's got a copy of Pink Hour. And then, <laughs> and they're like, "No, you freak! Go to playism.com dot com and download it for free, yeah. and then check out Carol Blaster while you're at it." Yeah, Our episode it. hasn't aired yet; it won't before this. But Carol Blaster, be prepared to be amazed. Uh-huh. And then that Pink Hour joke will make more sense. <laughs> but for now, I'll let you wonder oh, yeah, what Pink true. Hour is, because <laughs> Carol Blaster's not coming out for like two weeks. So, yeah, yeah <laughs> check out Pink Hour. Yeah, and check have a, it's a free. continuity. Problem. If you're curious about Pink Hour and don't want to wait for the episode. Google, Plus here. Google Pink Hour. Plus here. <laughs> but wait, wait two weeks. Wait two weeks. <laughs> but don't don't do a Google image search for Pink Hour. <laughs> Let your imagination run wild. What are they talking about? It's a game, and uh, we'll leave it at that. So, anyways, that I got that from Gamespot that list, and I thought it was just neat seeing to Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball. I like that it's still relevant. It's it's cool how, like you said, it's it's kind of bringing old games to life, which yeah. is which is really cool. Yeah, for sure. What do you got? I got a few more things, but I assume you do do. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll go here. So this is a game, we talked about this briefly on another episode, just in, in, in mention, we were talking about Clay Fighter and so on, <laughs> but but um, we're talking about edgy games. Oh, so it, oh. So it looks like one of the most edgiest of games is making, you know, somewhat of a comeback. Super Mario 3? <laughs> Super Mario 3. That's Conquer. Conquer from Conquer's Bad Fur. You know day. Conquer, Seiji? I do. I feel like you're a little too wholesome for Conquer. Like, <laughs> like, you, like we don't let. It's like oh, we got a copy of Conquer. Uh, let's not let Seiji play. But, you know, he's, he can't say that. It's a Game Boy Color game. I do have right. that game actually. Yeah, Conquer's Pocket yeah, Adventure or whatever. When, when he was a nice wholesome. Yeah, he, that's a, that's the Conquer yeah. will let you play. Yeah. So. And you can play. He's in Diddy Kong Racing. Remember, he was my favorite in Diddy Kong. Was he? Yeah, yeah. And that's before he became like a delinquent. That was before. something happened to Conquer. Something dark. Something dark during Diddy yeah. Kong Racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have got an accident, fucked his head up, and then Conquer's bad for a day began. So what's the news? <laughs> so so the news is that there a new one is coming out um, uh, by Spark. Project Spark, not Rolling. rare, hmm? not rare. No, not rare. They're, they're, they've reached out to Rare for information and assets and, and all things of that. What do they say? They rare slap their hands. No, they're, they're, giving it it they're giving it to them. They're giving it to them hard. Um, hey, when we get to the big news section, I got some rare, kind of some rare Ooh. stuff for you. So. Okay. Yeah. And so, okay. so yeah. So it looks like at E three they're gonna start revealing some stuff about the game, and it looks it looks pretty. Like it does look pretty. It looks, uh, pretty it looks cute. nice. So it it looks cute, which is not what he's you're not expecting. edgy anymore though. No, well, the thing is, they're saying this is a direct sequel ten years later. He's after wearing the, a dress, so he's gonna be like a mu- <laughs> or a poncho. Or so <laughs> that's edgy. No, uh, no a mumu. A Mumu conquers games, conquers Mumu, but it's supposed to be a direct sequel from about ten years after the events. He hasn't aged a day though. That's impressive. Well, he's a squirrel. Well, he should be dead then if it's ten years (laughs) later. (laughs) How long does squirrels live? I don't think that long. Well, I don't know. Let's check. We don't want to give. We don't want Squirrel Gate happening here. We give the wrong information about squirrels. Jeez, all these gates. What's the? I know there's a lot of gates. Um, so that's something to look forward to. I, I loved the Conquer Bad Fur Day game when, when I was a kid, and I remember oh. buying it 
when I was like 12 years old and I went to the store and I, I was going to buy it and the man selling it was like, you know, this game's only for mature people, but it's only a video game, so it can't be possibly that bad. Of course. And then he sold it to me and then my mom heard what I was playing and then she was a little outraged Aww. that they let me buy it, but my dad didn't care, so I got That's to keep good. playing. I got some dark news about squirrels. Oh, no. So most squirrels uh, die in the first year of their life. <laughs> but... Adult squirrels can have a lifespan of 5 to 10 years in the wild, and some can survive 10 to 20 years in captivity. Well, he's a red squirrel. Well, whatever. Maybe they live so, in, in a cartoon. Yeah, so, so, so. so there, there's cartoons. I think cartoon squirrels get, like, like plus 50 to lifespan. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We fixed it. So, it, it's, it's cool. It's coming out. Um, little spoiler, if you haven't played Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, there's kind of like a tragic little ending where his girlfriend dies. Whoa! Yeah. Dude, spoilers! Yeah, Come I, on, I, I said it. it! I just I said it! Played it. Have, you really <laughs> no, it? have you really not played it? Have you really not played it? It's oh, expensive, man. man. I, have one. I own it. Well, I don't own it. Oh, man. So, um, I would like so, to. It's like 60 bucks for this to yeah. cut. But, so I've always been curious. I'm not going to play now. Because the ending to me was always felt very hollow, but it's kind of what you'd expect out of such a ridiculous game. So I'm kind of excited to see how they're going to try to wrap it up. Cool. Wrap so it up. That's good girlfriend, advice. Girlfriend dying is hollow? Well, kinda... it, it, I felt hollow that you got conquered at the beginning. You didn't care about the girl. Well, uh, no, no, no. It wasn't that. It was that conquer at the guy. beginning. You were expecting you know, him to be uplifting at some point, but it, it got darker and darker and darker, and then Conquer just was just like a drunken mess by the end of the, of the game. So a he, drunkard. He never you know, lifted his spirits in any way, and it was like a defeated hero at the beginning, a defeated Wait hero a at the end. Does he drink? Yeah. So he is lifting spirits. Oh. oh. The Let's move on. <laughs> Pokemon Bank offering free Pokemon. Pause for drama. Heart Gold Soul Silver Revolve Starters. Bam, right there. Here we go. You get the Pokemon Bank, like I do. I haven't done this yet. From now through the end of the year, Pokemon Bank users can receive three very desirable Pokemon uh, from Heart Gold and Soul Silver for free. Meganium, Typhlosion, Feraligator. The three final forms of starters uh, are now available free of charge. And I got it from GameSpot, of course. So that means even without having played either of those games, you can bring all three to your recent Pokemon games. Some cool Pokemon. That's all I got to say about it. They're not. They're not that rare, though. Though you can't get them right now in this gen. Well, you can get them. Yeah, but not through the games. No, no. That's what I mean. So you're like little Timmy. You're four. You're playing Pokemon for the first time. Playing Pokemon X and Y, which is like the best Pokemon of years. They they don't have. Meganium. I have them. I've well, traded I have them for too. Them, but but we, um, but you're not, you're not little Timmy. You're Jeff, who's almost thirty and has been <laughs> playing Pokemon since it came out. So of course you have them. But like, I don't, I don't. Who's find, Timmy? I, don't I, I just don't find that so enticing. That's cool. It's it's cool, and like I like it. But I remember when Pokemon Bank first came out, and you got Celebi. Yeah. Like that. That I was huge. It. I was really sad. Did you really? Yeah. I forget what happened. That's so I was disappointing. I was, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge, I, ever since I was a kid, I love grass Pokemon. I like grass Pokemon. And that was oh, <laughs> grass Pokemon. <laughs> um, uh, so having like the grass psychic legendary for free, I thought was really, really cool. So what is your favorite type of grass? Though? Yeah, big time. I think mine's psychic. Yeah. What's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, honestly, like just because Bulbasaur. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. What about you, Sage? What's your favorite Pokemon? Charizard. Oh well, Charizard. Got some Kanto starters going on. <laughs> but from a battling point of view, no, no, just your favorite. I like Armaldo. That's cool. Espeon, right here. Oh man, yeah, that's good call. Yeah, my favorite battle. I don't know what my favorite battle Pokemon is. I, I really like Klefki, Actually, he's really useful. Prankster and, mm-hmm. and uh, I just, oh, I like uh, oh. My, actually, one of my favorite battle Pokemon is Azumarill. 
or Azu Merrill, oh, yeah, or whatever. Merrill's he's evolution. beastly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Well, at least for I'm like I'm not a pro like Seiji, but I I did some competitive battling for a little while during X and Y, and he was put it like a, one of the bands on him and just let him use like, Aqua Jet and yeah. bam, he's great. I've been I've been Ferrothorn has oh Ferrothorn is bitching too. My he's like the best to Pokemon. Yeah, he, oh he's great. Well, I just give him Rocky Helmet and he has yeah. spikes and then just defense Iron Barb. Curl. Yeah, oh, man. I wait I wait you out. That's his strategy. protect and stuff. Yeah. The waste. Oh, that, uh, that's all I do. Throw paralyze. Oh man, Ferrothorn. Ther- actually, Ferrothorn and uh, Azumarill make a great core. Ah, they would. I'd see that. Yeah, but yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> so, <laughs> favorite battling Pokemon. All right, you got more news. I yeah, got one more small. I, I got another small news. Um, this is a game that I loved, and I used to skip school to play. This oh, is how much bad. I used you're to love naughty. this game. I know. What is, what is it? It's Star Wars Battlefront Three. Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's like the one with Spock. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Wait, yeah, he's yeah. he's gone yeah, too man, soon, was, man. Yeah, too soon. Too, too soon. soon. I like Leonard Nimoy. Everyone likes Leonard Nimoy, but I'm not um, Seiji. It well, looks. I'm just joking. <laughs> All right, what's the news? <laughs> it's just next month at a Star Wars convention in California. You going to that? Oh, I'd love to, but kind of the other side of the continent. Right. As far as you could be, really. Um, so it looks like at this... We're thrilled to share that Star Wars Battlefront will be taking part in Star Wars Celebration next month in Anaheim, California. Damn. We cannot think of a better or more appropriate place to debut the game officially for the first time than the premiere of the event that celebrates the Star Wars universe and the Legion of Fans... That love Star Wars, so it's a game I've been hyped for for a while. Um, I've loved the Battlefront games. I just find them very fun, very rewarding games to play, and I'm excited to kind of see a new gen version of of the game because they're very outdated at this point now. Because it's just like shoot, shoot, shoot. Right. Um. You know, one thing that that I find really cool is that I love the Dynasty Warriors games, but I find those outdated now. When you play Hyrule Warriors, Warriors, it has so much fun. more like crafting and it's like different. Modes. Just, it has Link in it. So well, that's one thing. But I'm looking at the more more. Deep there, I love crafting in games. I find it just to be something that keeps me going. I don't like crafting. Really, in games. I love crafting. I, know, I can't. In games. Even though I love fantasy life, which is all about crafting, but I'm not a big crafter. Really, I'm gonna I'm go out and doer. I'm a fighter. I'm a PVPer. Mm-hmm. I don't. I want my weapons crafted for me so I can go. You're lazy. You're a lazy gamer. That's what I'm no, no. I'm a. I just. I'm more focused on the death and destruction as opposed to the <laughs> creation. But I like Minecraft. I don't like. I don't. I don't want to play Minecraft. I don't want to. Okay, look. I want to play games, and I gotta. I do art. I don't have time to make <laughs> buildings and shit in a game. So you, you wouldn't play any kind of sandbox. I have played Terraria, you have to. so, you know, that does count. You can just play Minecraft and don't build anything. What would you do? You can... Just run around? You yeah, know, the, well, the thing, the thing with Minecraft is... The world is beautiful. The world is beautiful. Oh, you don't need mods to make there, it beautiful? There's... You yes, make it more beautiful. Yeah. You can, there are like kind of like an end game to it. There's two bosses oh, you can really? fight. Yeah, is there actually a game to this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is there quests and NPCs? There is NPCs. Oh. Villagers. Villagers. Was you, that added like you years after them. it started? Yeah. Like not that long. Yeah. They, they've been, been around for, years, for a while now. Like, yeah. Like three yeah. Years. Um, but they have an end boss, the dragon. I remember, can't remember what the dragon's called. I've never fought it. Is it Uriah? No. Oh, that's too bad. Um, and then there's another <laughs> one where it's like a giant thing, but. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, Star Wars Battlefront Three. Hopefully, it has more than just shooting. So I'm hopefully, there's also flying. Yeah, well, right. I'm sure there is, but I'm hoping for crafting. To be honest, last time they showed this was at E3 last year, right? It was. Yeah, I'll be there again. I'm sure. Oh yeah, but at this Star Wars celebration in so April, they're going to be debuting the game officially. So bring your lightsaber. We'll <laughs> bring your stormtrooper costume. So Nintendo. Who's that? Sega Dreamcast. What do they have in common? You got a Sega Dreamcast theme available for the 3DS now. You guys like the themes? I like them on the 3DS. 
I bought a few. Are you talking about like the background theme? Yeah, and it changes the icons, give you some music and stuff. Well, mm-hmm. now Sega Dreamcast theme for 3DS is coming out. That's kind of cool. Sega Dreamcast, that's a fun system. Never played one. Never? Never. Oh, they're great. I've never played one. How about you? Oh, you didn't play one. What? Dreamcast? Yes. Have you played Dreamcast? Uh-huh. I thought you just like only had Nintendo and then you skipped I every generation. I never Dreamcast. Uh, okay, that's fair. But I've played most consoles. I have. I have oh, that's fair. That's you played cool. PS2? Uh-huh. Yeah, one. We're gonna yeah. get you to review PS2 games, one of the, or just review the PS2 in general. Yeah, it's a, it's a pile of games. I played Shadow of the Colossus a little oh, bit. It's a good game. Oh. A little bit. Do you have it? Yes, I do. Oh, By the way, I'm four I'm games jealous. off from having a hundred PS2 games. Just gonna get four more titles. I'm gonna steal four of your games oh, tonight. Then I'll only eight more titles. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's really small amount of news, but I thought it was cool. I also have Rare's N64 team offer new details in the Banjo Kazooie spiritual successor. Uh, UK indie studio Platonic offers new images of Project Ukulele. Confirms Kickstarter will launch soon. This is from GameSpot. Have you guys heard about this? No. But it's not actual Rare, right? It's the team that works it's on a... Banjo-Kazooie. So Rare team. They oh. used to work for Rare, at least. Uh-huh. So I'll read just from the article. Uh, Platonic Games, the new UK okay. studio formed by a group of decorated Rare developers, had revealed more details of its Banjo-Kazooie spiritual successor. The unnamed game, known internally as Project Ukulele, is expected to be a 3D platformer with rare signature 90s gameplay and humor. Prior to this weekend, only a teaser image of the project had been shown, but on Saturday, the studio arrived at the EGX Rest event in London to reveal new concept art. You can see uh, the new images below, which I will link to, which highlight the game's vibrant, beautiful, uh, colorful worlds below. And if you guys want to take a peek over here... And... It looks kind of like the game you have there. The Donkey Kong Country Return. Oh, okay. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, yeah. Tropical Freeze. But instead of being side-scrollers, well, those... you can run around and stuff, right? We are started Donkey Kong, so... And it says, we're not looking to just rehash games from our past. We want to take advantage of big technology leaps since the last time we made a 3D platform game, which was 15 years ago, he said. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Uh, there's more in the article. You guys can look it up or check the link out that I'll post on it. Very, I love this type of style. And it has like a blocky look to it, which I really like. It's... Colorful. I mean, that's all we got. Is some concept art. We don't know what it's going to be about. But spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie. I'm glad it's not rare. Cool. Oh, because current. They, you don't like current rare. You're poo pooing all over it. Well, current current well, rare, it, perhaps. But I mean, like like Banjo Kazooie Connect. Gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> well, let's you know, let's be nice today. Uh, Connect is a thing that I'm sure some kids like. Really? Maybe. You think so? uh, sure. Yeah. I, Did I, you not see? The... I tried it. I tried a fighting game with Kinect, oh, which was the most disastrous <laughs> game. I, I, you couldn't control your guy whatsoever. I should have just reminded me. So you know, you know, one of my minor quests is to get all the Dragon Ball Z games. Here's a Dragon Ball Z game for the Connect. Oh, so, yeah. Ever gonna I'll, I'll, I'll bet it. It's a really bad fighting game. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I need to get that at some point. I think point. every fighting game for Kinect especially is going to be exceptionally bad. Connects. Connects. Connect games. Yeah, they're yeah, silly. And we don't want to play them. Dragon Ball for Kinect. <laughs> That's what we were leading into. Yeah. Anyways, so why don't we move on to the big news. Nintendo. No, no. That's the topic. The big news. Our last mm-hmm. news segment before me news. Nintendo. The big one. Nen- NX, or as James is calling it, N-Cross. That's what he's calling it. That, that is what he's calling but, it. That, that's not really the news, right? Well, that is part of the... That's pretty big news. Yeah. Okay, so... I, all right, I got I got. I wrote a little summary, so we'll go through that real quick, and then we'll talk about the, everything. There's a, a bunch of articles. Nintendo had a big conference. I got these from a few different websites. Yeah. Polygon, DualShockers, IGN. So Nintendo president, uh, Satoru Iwata, confirmed today the company is developing a new next-gen uh, hardware concept known as the NX. Iwata revealed the news of the upcoming dedicated game system during a media event today, which also saw the announcement of the partnership with the Japanese mobile games company which DNA. Was whole, which was the whole purpose of the 
of the conference. Right. He mentioned the annex by. That's yes. So in one of the slides. <laughs> well, no, it's been all of it's been being talked about pretty crazily. But I'll finish up what I got written, and then we could we'll we'll discuss it. So Nintendo. This is a quote. Nintendo together with DNA or Dina Dana. I'm going to go with DNA. Yeah. We'll jointly develop a new membership service which encompasses the existing Nintendo 3DS and Wii U systems. The new hardware system will, will um, sorry, the new hardware system with a brand new concept NX and a smart devices and PC. And Nintendo will be the primary party to operate this new membership service, Iwata said through official translation. As proof that Nintendo maintains a strong enthusiasm for the dedicated game system business, let me confirm that Nintendo is currently developing a dedicated game platform with a brand new concept under the developed codename NX. He added, It is too early to elaborate on the details of the project, but we hope to share more information with you next year. According to a statement released by the companies today, new Nintendo IP will be developed for smart devices and specifically optimized for its platform. In other words, rather than porting games created specifically for the Wii U or 3DS, you can expect entirely new titles on mobile. Nintendo and DNA are now planning the development of an online membership service accessible from smart devices, PC, and Nintendo systems. The membership service has started to hit later this fall, which is pretty exciting. We feel that simply releasing our games just as they are on smart devices would not provide the best entertainment for smart devices. So we are not going to take any approach of this nature, Iwata said. Having said that, however, in the current environment surrounding smart devices, we feel that we will not be able to gain the support of many consumers unless we're able to provide something truly valuable that is unique to Nintendo. Accordingly, I have not given any restrictions to the development team, not even not ruling out the possibility of making games using our characters. However, if you report that we will release Mario on smart devices, it would be a complete misleading statement. It is our intention to release some applications on smart devices this year that is capable of attracting customer attention and communicating the value of our entertainment offerings, so I would encourage you to see how our approach yields results. And a few more things. Iwata-san wanted to... That's what the quote said. Yeah, no, no. Iwata-san <laughs> wanted to make sure the audience understood that Nintendo hasn't lost its passion for dedicated game consoles, so don't panic people, and in fact is working on a platform utilizing a completely new concept codename NX. Iwata hopes to share more about it next year. And here's a few quotes. Moriyasu also made a, commi- uh, a commitment to, de- to develop, sorry, to deliver quality games to Nintendo fans. Lastly, I want to make a comment as a fan of games. I grew up playing Nintendo games. And I'm already excited that I will soon be able to play Nintendo IPs on smart devices. At DNA, we are aware that Nintendo has been the most beloved company in the gaming console space for quite a while. As such, I would like us to like us to be a team that delivers the best games that truly delight our customers. And finally, Iwata's closing remarks sealed the deal. Many content providers uh, who are succeeding on smart devices are depending on single hit titles. One of my goals here is now that we are challenging ourselves with this endeavor by making use of Nintendo IP to produce multiple hit titles at an early stage after we start releasing our software and smart devices. Also, until now, when we said platform, it meant a specific video game platform. Now that we are going to release smart or release games on smart devices and make use of globally widespread PCs and smart devices for our new membership service, I guess that's where Club Nintendo's going, eh? We would like to offer more consumers with software that is suited to their taste. In other words, we are challenging ourselves to redefine what Nintendo platforms mean. With this collaboration with DNA, a partner with different strengths, we aim to achieve this goal as soon as possible. Pretty crazy. So that's a lot of stuff, right? So you think that now we're going to get a Miiverse where we can chat people with people directly? That's probably. That's my dream. So I think <laughs> that this has been cooking for a long time. It's a pretty big meal they're making, it seems. And Miiverse and all those online services, I think that Nintendo has recognized that 
um, they're lacking in, in, in that regard. They are. Right? They're, they're second so fiddle to the other consoles. They're, they're partnering with this with this company, the DNA. I had a write-up on them, but I don't see where it's at. Oh, yeah. So DNA, it is pronounced DNA. I thought so. Other people were calling him Dana. Mm-hmm. Anyways, is a provider of mobile port, uh, sorry, is a provider of mobile portal and e-commerce websites based in Japan. It owns the Mobage platform, which is one of the most popular cell phone gaming platforms in Japan. And it's actually also available over here. I've played a few games with them on it. It operates many other services, including a popular e-commerce website, uh, DNA Shopping, formerly Bitters. So anyways, it's a huge company. It seems like them and Nintendo could be a very positive mix. It could be, yeah. It seems like they're very kind of e-commerce based. That's obviously what they they seem to specialize in. And we all know Club Nintendo is going away. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of what it looks like is very much of being slated to take its place. They might very well fix the issues that I have with, with Nintendo and that's it being backwards in every social aspect. Like as we is not very if you've listened to the show, you know I'm not a big fan of mobile games very much platform like smart device games. But you know, I try to Nintendo and, and if it if this if this partnership means that we get some freemium Mario games but I still get my regular games and everything else is improved as a result of it, then that's great. Mm-hmm. I want Nintendo to do great. But what do you guys think this NX is? I mean, is it going to be the Nintendo Fusion okay, that we talked so, about? So the main reason they did this conference was to announce this this partnering mm-hmm. with DNA and their new subscription. They're not merged, right? They're just teaming no, up. They're just buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Not like gonna, Square Enix. They, they, they were going to jointly develop this new thing, this new network, uh, multi-platform thing. And they mentioned the NX yeah. just to... To appease the people, like, hey, like we're me. not gonna stop doing our dedicated. Hey, don't worry, hardware, bra. Right? Yeah, you can still play Halo on the next Nintendo console. If you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, NX. Do you think that stands for Nintendo Extreme? Ooh, if it was the '90s, I would. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo Dolphin X Revolution '64. I, like, I can see it. Like, like nobody knows what it is, no. and it's going to get hey, announced most probably no. on next year's E3. Your former coworker, my coworker, James knows. He told me he's pretty sure <laughs> Nintendo Cross. Cross what we don't know, but he said X in Japan usually means cross. Yes, that is true. And so Nintendo and this Nintendo Nintendo Cross. Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah. Cross. There. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Project Cross, though. That one be that illustrator. Anyways, so, and he said it's going to be just probably the Nintendo Fusion, which was like, well, remember what that was? It was like, you have like this dedicated console at home, but you could take the yep. controller, basically like the Wii U. Yeah. Imagine a Wii U and with a game 3DS pad. combined. Yeah, you can yeah. kind of carry around. Which would be cool. That, that, w- is, that would be cool. That, that's probably what, what, what it's going to be. It, it's probably going to be announced as a replacement for the 3DS at first. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, but I think they should just get rid of get rid of them. I think it should just replace them, replace them both at once. I think it's going to be this transition between the real, the terminal because the, the 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 fusion is a terminal and the other thing. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think this is going to be like the portable aspect of the of the terminal, and then probably a year later mm-hmm. they're going to start. Uh, at least mentioning this this new terminal, but but, I, but probably the Wii U is going to be the terminal. For a while, because yeah. you kind of already can can do stuff like that with the 3ds and the Wii U. Yeah. Let's let's come up with. Uh, well, I'll start. What I think would be cool, like our dream scenario, this NX. I think it'd be cool if it came with a console that's as powerful as what's on the market, or at least comparable. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm fine with the Wii U in terms of the graphics, anyways. But people, that's the big complaint. We need something that's going to attract more third party developers, so it needs to be on par with the other systems. So we bring that. Even more powerful would be cool, but let's not go crazy. <laughs> it comes with free online like it does now, but 
it's now comparable to the rest. So you can play multiplayer for free, because Nintendo should never charge for multiplayer, in my opinion. But I should still be able to open up dedicated chat rooms and shit with my friends, and, and have maybe, like, like let's expand Miiverse so that it's now, like, a Facebook or you can send messages to friends, you can chat, you can set up groups and talk. That would be really cool. It's all integrated inside. I want me's to not be so boring. I want to be able to change my clothes, my body type. You know, you keep the stupid faces if you want, but how about some a little more depth to these things? I like the me's, but the Xbox 360 yeah, avatars were way more robust. So maybe something in between those two. But less charming. Yes, so that's what I'm saying. Something in between. Keep the, ch the charm of the me's. But, you know, even in Tamodachi life, you could at least change your clothes and you had a little more of a body. Hmm. Let's just get that going on and like a little more HD to them. If they're going to combine it with mobile, so let's bring all those features I just said onto this detachable controller that's basically your 3DS. So that's a big fantasy. That'd be really cool. But can you imagine how much that would cost? Like, it'd have to be crazy expensive. And, and, and it kind of begs the question, too, that, you know, what kind of... Is, are, are the games going to yeah. be? We only get one game, or yeah, or do you need to Here's buy a, different I, copies of I the game for this... your mobile controller or whatever it would be? Well, what the cool it would be cool for me. Okay, my fear is it would just be digital, which would be like the worst thing to ever happen in the history of gaming. But, but with this e-commerce company, they I that think seems and yeah. likely. So it's probably going to be streaming it, yeah. and or maybe you'd have the disc and like how the Vita works with the PS4. You just now you can stream yeah. it, but but you want to not have to be. You don't want to have this this controller and be need to be on the internet because your three D is going to be online. Exactly, right? you wouldn't be able to take it places. So would it have separate games? Would you be able to buy Nintendo NX NX mobile NX handheld and NX console? Or <laughs> These like games, like I know, if you buy a title, it comes with you know the disc for and the a card and a cartridge. <laughs> yeah, for your. your I think mobile. we're going. I don't. That sounds terrible. But that, really. that seems like right? too much. I couldn't see that. Would you just get the disc and then you can download it onto your... That, see, that would make more sense. You get a stripped but, down version, right? But it, it kind of comes to the problem with, you know, you can only hold so much space on your 3DSs yeah. or whatever you would be using. So you could probably only hold, you know, certain amount of games. Which, but if you have these stuff. games, you could just... You could, you could swap forth, them out, yeah. but save files and stuff. Who knows? What but, do you think? It should be the same as with Smash Brothers. Where you just bring your... You just, it just works a, with there, it? There's a little version and a big version. Okay. Right? But... In the future, we should just get we should ju we should just pay for one and get both. Right? Yeah, the same with uh, the, it happened with uh, what was the name Mario and Donkey Kong? Mini oh, tri tip tip tipping, tripping stars? tripping stars, tipping tipping. No, I like tripping stars. Tripping more. stars. Mario yeah. like tripping stars. Yeah, Mario and Donkey Kong. No, no. Could this NX? This is a little bit far fetched. Yeah, but could We're it already be, gone far fetched. Could it be not. a phone? Yes, and I hate that idea. A Nintendo smartphone. I don't want to buy a Nintendo smartphone. Give me a new console. Woohoo! I don't want. I don't want. It would. It would be both. You know, I kind. I'm kind of leaning towards that idea that I like it because it. It. I have a phone though. I don't need a. I have a shitty phone, so I'm, yeah. Well, I'm I don't down want them to replace my controller, my analog controls on my 3ds. I don't want it to be some weird hybrid. Look, I don't. I don't like it. Boo. But like, Boo. I don't know. The, uh, in, in this seems it almost like too I'll much. Still buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it almost seems like too much. But what if you had a 3ds, a Wii U, and a Nintendo phone that all worked? I, I I would buy it, and that would be cool, and that'd be oh cool because that's not getting in the way of my other stuff. Exactly. I don't really like my phone. Right, oh, my phone's fine, but I don't really care. If it was, was it going to have Mario buttons on it or something? I don't know. Like, why? Why? There's there's so many phones. It's like like Nintendo releasing a Nintendo computer. 
Like, I'm not going to buy yeah. Nintendo. I mean, I might because I'm a fanboy, but I'm not going to want to buy it. The average person is not going to buy a Nintendo computer when they can just make their own computer well, like, cheaper. Yeah, but I think the phone's a different market than computers. In Japan, especially. it would probably work out really well, but I don't know. I don't think so. Does D- DNA doesn't even make their own phones, right? Just software. I don't think so, yeah. I but I, Nintendo does, does hardware. I don't think so, but it could be. But I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. It's going to be a phone. It's too much of an install base. Cool. I, don't, I wouldn't like it. I don't, I don't think. Know. Initial thoughts is I wouldn't like it, but I could be mm-hmm. proven wrong. I'm always open to being proven wrong. I, I really think that they seem to be leaning towards full-on digital, though, by, by the sounds of it. Like, that that seems the most likely from, from this whole event that they've just kind of gone through with DNA. Because well, they seem very digital, and Nintendo and them working together, they make hardware, and then like, hey, let's release all our games digitally. Makes perfect sense for them. It does, but I don't like it. I don't like it either, but... How many digital games have you bought this year so far? Monster Hunter... Uh, Life is Strange, Carol Blaster, and maybe like one or two more. Okay. So way more than I did. Sage probably buys a lot because he gets both two copies yeah, of every crazy. week's game. So. Not all of them. <laughs> he has like three just, copies of just... Madden 2013. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's it for the news segment. Now we're going to... One sec. Oh, one sec. What, what? So do you guys think that it's going to have some amiibos are going to work with, <laughs> yes, with, with the NX? So. Of course. Nice and quick. All right. Well, up next is the Ami News. Woo! And now we're back. Here's the Ami News segment starring Seiji. Okay, so the Golden Mario saga continues. Episode 5. Dun, 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 dun. So as many as you know, March 20th was the, the, the release of this called Mario, along with Mario Party 10. Yes. Right? We were going to go tomorrow. We were going yeah, to. Yeah, we were. We but, were going to go. Yeah, I mean, to pick up the game yeah. Mario. But then... Tragedy struck. Walmart of the United States yeah. said it, that it was exclusive to Walmart in the United States. This is right. the world we live in. And then we, we, we I was upset. out. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We, we were burning things. We set up a riot. It was crazy. Yeah. It was intense. Marshall died. <laughs> 26. But yesterday. It, what, from the from the ashes rises a beautiful phoenix? Yeah. Uh, a golden it, phoenix? It appeared, <laughs> it appeared in Amazon Canada first. Oh, well, we must have got it, right? No. It, it, it sold out in five minutes. It sold out please, in... please tell me I bought it. <laughs> I am so unhappy. But then Nintendo Canada uh, comes out and announces that it's going to be available in, in for every retailer in April 10th. So here's what here's what happened. Go Canada. Gigantic Walmart gets all the Amiibos. A couple crates fall off the back of it. Let's get them to Canada. <laughs> they take those two crates of Amiibo and spread it out to Canada. Yeah. We'll get one in this entire And we're such province. a small yeah. country, so... Yeah, know, that's what's going to happen. Works. That's, that's my prediction. The manager I... will keep it. <laughs> I hate sculpers. I'm over, I'm already angry that the amiibo, golden amiibo Mario, is gone on Amazon within five minutes. I didn't even hear about it until like the like hours later. Hey, that that theory sounds like really, like really spot on. What the crate yeah. that falls off? The the <laughs> it's like our crate's dirty. We can't give this to American customers. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just ship them out to Canada. They can yeah. divide it among themselves. They're fine with dirty crates. <laughs> There's gonna be twenty. For amigo, they just amigo, toss the crates, they spit yeah. on it, like, here, take it. We don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> what a sad state. That's it. And if we have any American listeners out there who want to grab a couple of gold amiibos to sell at the bonus barrel, <laughs> we'll pay for shipping and the cost of the, the amiibos. So. I have a couple of friends who are, like, 
planning to go camping well, later later today. You should get them pick up two if you can. It's just one oh. for the customer. Oh, so we we don't even get anything out of it. No. But Do they have siblings or, or wives or anything? Get... I have a sister and she's going uh, at midnight. Oh, that today. helps you. So that you need to recruit some children to be like. Does she on, have a husband for me? Come with her no. and get me one. No. <laughs> Kids. Uh, I'll ask it. All right. Try, try, try your best for me. Yeah. For your your amiibo. Yeah. In need, desperate need of amiibo of Gold Mario. Do you think the amiibo? What was uh, Richard's reaction? Yeah, yeah. He's not, I don't think he's happy about it. I think he's like <laughs> I think he's like me, where I'm just starting like dying the inside every time I hear Amiibo announcements. I'm so stressed out about Wave Four. Uh-huh. I check like every day, like oh, I don't want to miss Wave Four. I'm gonna miss it. They're all gonna be sold out except for the crap ones. Yeah, and uh, you know I'll still love to get them, but I'm not gonna get Ness, which is bumming me out already. You know, I'll, <laughs> you, get, I'll probably get Charizard, which is cool. But you already you I'm already sad. I'm you, not, you already, you ex- already. accepted I'm not the fact that you're Ness. not going to get Ness. I might just have to buy like just repaint my villager to look like Ness. You <laughs> <laughs> have to open it first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so bummed out. It's not even gonna happen. What's next? Pickups or video games? Life? So our next topic, our next segment will be uh, the topic of the show: video games live. Video Games Live is an amazing music concert that has all of the greatest video game music of all time played by a symphony orchestra combined with lasers, lights, stage show production, and an interactive video game all going on at once. I think that the familiarity of this music and the way that it's presented in the game brought to life in a live setting is is really something special video games have really evolved into our culture all right guys so this is the video games live topic uh extravaganza super amazing exciting time i like the title what, went, is, what is video games all right. live yeah <laughs> video games live from wiki is a concert series created and produced by tommy tallarico and jack wall the concerts consist of segments of video game music performed by a live orchestra with video footage and synchronized lighting and effects as well as several interactive segments with the audience the concerts are conducted by Emmanuel Frediani. So we just hauled in Megan, uh, my lady love, Hi. into the room. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to the First barrel. female uh, bonus barrel guest. Mm-hmm. She once had a small cameo when I had to re-record something. Uh, so she went with me to see Video Games Live. We went with a couple friends. And how would you... It was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was awesome. So how to describe it? So we drive there, blah, blah, blah. We go in, and I guess before the play started, there was like a, a Guitar Hero tournament and a cosplay and a cosplay contest. Oh, so it was a, female, like a big well, event. It oh, was, yeah, it was, it was huge. just a concert. Yeah. The was... contest technically started. They started the whole show off with that. Yeah, people just well, cheered we were, for the winner. Oh, for the uh, co- for the cosplay. cosplay. Yeah. And so basically, there was did four. You dress up? No, fuck no. <laughs> there was four uh, contestants only who dressed up. It's not really like I wouldn't have expected this to be a cosplay thing, right? But no, or you would have. Now I would. At least I would have expected video game characters, but there was only one video game. Character. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the. Co- I forgot so, the Glenn King because I forgot all about that. Yeah. So there's a Darth Vader. <laughs> there. I mean, these are all characters that were in video game, but that's a Darth Vader thing. was you know. in a video game. Yeah, but so, it's like but he's, he's a movie yeah, character. But he's a movie character. Anyways, Darth Vader, female Link. She was really cool. Yes. Uh, there was some character from Fairy Tale, an anime. Yes, which I've never seen, so I don't know who it was. What was the last? Oh, the last one was uh, uh, Storm- Tony Stark. Oh, there's five then. There's a stormtrooper who just had like a helmet oh, yeah, there on was, and was wearing and like Kalo. fatigues. And, yeah, and he had <laughs> like a stormtrooper right, gear. Right. He barely tried. He just had a helmet. And then the worst, <laughs> the worst was Storm was Tony Stark, and this is just a guy in a black Not t-shirt. Black no, t-shirt no, and jeans. He's Tony Stark. He had black yeah. hair, and he had like his weird headset on. He's like, 
I'm Tony Stark. Yeah. So, <laughs> who won? Uh, uh, Link. Link. I, I, it was I, between I, I, her I, and Darth Vader, because Darth Vader costume was actually really well done. It was. The guy was huge, well too. So, yeah. so that was the, the beginning of the show, a little bit of goofiness. Although the cosplay will come back up later. Yes. So I actually did, we did, we, we Megan, a few days ago, we're trying to think of all the songs that played. So I actually do have a list of the songs that were played. So we little, might be missing a few, but. Maybe, but I think we pretty much I got all of them. We have most of them, for yeah. sure. I went in expecting it to be kind of like, like what you'd expect a symphony to be, you know, very straightforward, mm-hmm. everybody's called quiet, quiet, but it was more like a, like a. Like a concert. Crazy concert. And so on stages, they had like, there was, okay, so let's introduce the players here. There was a conductor. She it was a lady conductor actually, which was really cool. I can't remember anyone's name. I, unfortunately, can I can I just say one thing no. before you go too far into nope. this? Sorry. No, <laughs> yeah, okay. of course you can. What's up? Um, I think it's I when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I used to watch Electric Playground all the time. And he was on it. And Tommy Tommy, Tommy yeah, was yeah. on it. And then for the longest time, I'm like, whatever happened to those two guys? Because I used to watch it. Like that was my favorite show for the longest oh, yeah? time, and I actually didn't like him on it. He was the more annoying guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was really curious where they were at, and I I'm pretty happy to see that he's doing this. I think that's really cool because so, I'm, I used to watch his show all the time. He um, is in the Guinness Book of Record for having worked on the most, most games, games yeah. 324 really? games for music for them. He did music, yeah, 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 for uh, a bunch of games, which I thought was pretty cool. I got the names here in one second. I'm going to bring up the names of the... I just went to bonusbrow.com. Anyways, I have the names of the, the major players that were involved. So it was Tommy Tallarico, and, and he was like the host of the show. He played guitar for a bunch of the songs. Did he found the whole Yes, him and, him and another gentleman, I think name was Jack Wall, founded it. And it started about five, ten years ago, I think, maybe. Not too long. I think yeah. this is the fifth year that they went on tour, but they started making it. Yeah. So, the, so the conductor lady that I was talking about, her name was... Uh, Amir Noon. And she worked on a bunch of stuff. Well, Metal Gear Solid. I can't um, remember all that they were. All the Blizzard stuff for, really? for Warcraft. Oh, really? Like yeah, yeah, Warcraft like, like the last 10 years. Big stuff. She started the Zelda Symphony Tour that's going on. The Symphony of Goddess. That's like her thing. Oh, okay. Which is very cool. And the singer who she worked on God of War and stuff, her name was... Julian Aversa. Yeah. Very I, popular. I, I watched and stuff. her and her husband and yeah. do the Final Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so... So they were the main three, the people who actually traveled here. So what they do is they set up local band, local symphonies to play the thing. So they practice for months and months. They provide them with all the information they need. And then there was a choir, which might have been separate from the symphony. I, I don't I, know. It, the choir was separate from the symphony. But I don't know where. They could have been from town. Um, I don't I think know. they were Probably. from Nova Scotia, I think, yeah. because they had the Nova Scotia Symphony. Yeah. And then the choir. Right. That's cool that they do that, that they don't just bring in all the I thought they stuff. were going to. That's, That's really what I cool. thought it was. Yeah, it's awesome it's... that they do that. So the atmosphere is very different than what you'd expect the symphony to be. It's a little bit more laid back. It's 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 goofy at some parts. There's these little clips that play between songs of like like uh, Donkey Kong versus Mortal Kombat. It had like... Yeah, but those had, clips were awesome. Yeah, it had like... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, this is like these little 10 second clips you can probably find them on, on YouTube but it had like Scorpion come out he goes come here and dings Donkey Kong is all bloody drags him down then he drags down uh, Daisy and rips her head off oh, it was just geez, these brutal. silly little I was things for a Donkey Kong fatality but... no it was so, hilarious <laughs> so when you're watching so you're watching these things and there's a video screen on the back gigant three giant screens right two screens shows the, the conductor and the orchestra playing and the main screen shows clips from games or whatever usually synced up with the music and then there's two interactive segments where the first one was a guy comes up, plays Space Invaders, and they're, they're doing the music to Space Invaders while he's playing it. And it's these like silly little challenges, so he has to move around the stage himself, and that's where the, the, the ship will move. And it's his little thumbstick where he can shoot up. 
Did they get an audience member to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. And yeah. the, so we'll get the other audience member things. The other one, this is kind of big oh, for yeah. us. So the man, the legend known as Guitar Hero Guy. So there's a Guitar Hero tournament before the show started. They just, a bunch of people play, and whoever got the highest score gets to go on stage. So this guy comes up, he wins, and he, so this is like the second act. And he, so Tommy's like, people have been blowing past my challenge of like 200,000, which is 300,000 on so, hard. Yeah. And he's like, you know, so I'm going to make it a little harder. 500,000. All the all the people in the audience who know Guitar Hero are like, that's pretty big. So this guy comes up here, and he's like, I'm going to go in expert mode. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then he... he everyone, no, everyone cheered. Yeah, they he's like, like, woo, hard yeah. So, so, so they, they said do it on hard. Yeah, and, and he's he like an expert. Ex- but it gets yeah. worse. Then he shows his hubris. He goes, <laughs> I don't want to do this hard. I'm going to unlock hyperspeed, level three or whatever. So he goes into the cheat codes, and he unlocks hyperspeed. And I'm like... I hope he fails. This guy's going too far. He's losing me. <laughs> then he proceeds to demolish it. He, the guy was like, like he, what, what he to, Tommy called eight. him, Tommy called him the Rain Man of Guitar Hero. He's like, <laughs> I think he missed one note the entire yeah, yeah. song. He got an 809 note streak yeah. and a 99 percent. And he beat the score by uh, uh, it was it's a, a Foo Fighter DLC song. game. I can't song. remember the exact. Not, well, so really. here, here's awesome. part of the thing. It's easier in hyperspeed. Oh, oh is it? Yep. Well, he well, he proceeded to demolish their, their thing and was the highest score yeah. in the history of video games. Don't life. get me wrong; I'm sure he's really good at guitar. Hero, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Well, but I couldn't. Yeah, do it. obviously. But but the game is actually slightly oh. easier in hyperspeed. Well, there you yeah. go. Because so. the, it goes faster, so it has less notes yep. and stuff. Yeah. It, well, like like it does it less precision to it. Oh, oh. Okay, sure. but uh, I'm not gonna rag well, on. Well, no, no, no matter what, impressive. it was impressive. It was everybody was up there. Yeah, it was standing ovation from the whole audience. I could imagine, and and they're all playing the song like the reason Tommy's playing the real guitar <laughs> and I think this guy got way more accolades than he did <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> it made me of that South Park episode where everybody's just clicking and no one yeah. so no one just, I wouldn't have been great he's just like click 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 anyway so that was the interactive part of the of the show so I, I got a quick list of the songs that played they had the arcade medley which is a mishmash of a bunch of 80s arcades no space harrier I was pretty upset Meg, the name, <laughs> they played. Uh, there's a little follow up to that. Uh, they played Mega Man, Metal Gear Solid, Sanic, Tetris Opera, Skyrim, World of Warcraft, like the opening music, uh, which made, took me back. Chrono Trigger and Cross is what they finished with. That was their encore, mm-hmm. along with Portal, One Winged Angel, the FF6 Opera, Zelda Skyward Sword Medley, Kingdom Hearts, Journey, Shadows of the Colossus, Castlevania, the Guitar Hero song, the Space Invaders, Mass Effect. And maybe one or two more that I, we can't remember. It was great. I, it was one of the best shows, experiences I've had in my entire life. I was moved a bit by it, actually. I like symphonies. I like when games are, are brought to that next level of like artistic, whatever you want to call it. It was amazing. I mean, you had a great time, right? Yeah, it was really fun. We would definitely go back again. And there was a meet and greet after. So you could stay and, and talk to the three main Did people you I mentioned. Tommy Tellerica? I met him. Cool. I have a picture with him I haven't posted. Megan has it on her phone. I, I can give it to you. I got this CD signed by all three of them. And then I said, when I went up to him, I was like, where does Space Harrier at? And he's like, because <laughs> at first he's like, oh, is your favorite Mass Effect? Because I had my hoodie on. I'm like, no, it's Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross. But where does Space Harrier at? He's like, Space Harrier. That's well, uh, Sega. Sega Arcade. I'm like, yeah. It's like one of the best themes ever. And then we, we talked for a little bit. And then as I left, I said, make sure that Space Harrier is there. <laughs> you never know. I got to push it because... Was, you know, they did like level four. Was, symphony. It is. Yeah. It was level four the most recent. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. level five will have Space Harrier. Yeah. That would be cool. Unfortunately, we didn't get all the level four songs. So a lot of level four was like Earthworm Jim. That's not level four CD, yeah. unfortunately. Earthworm Jim, Donkey Kong Country. Uh, they didn't play those for us when we were there. Uh, a few other ones. But uh, the, the music they did play, like, they had enough classics that I was really happy. 
Uh, oh, one complaint that I actually... Marshall was there. Mm-hmm. A frequent guest Who's Marshall. Marshall? He, 26. He comes, every, <laughs> he comes every once in a while to the show, or at least he used to. Uh, he was there as well, and he didn't enjoy it as much as me. He still liked it. He still had a good time. But he said it was a little bit more goofy than he liked. But it, it, seemed, it was interactive cool. and fun, I found. But but there was a cosplay video played with uh, uh, One Winged Angel. I didn't oh, like it either. Was, uh, it was cringy. Uh, that you could have had something really... Like, what you could have had the, a badass You could have had the fight between Clown and Sethroff from yeah, having children playing. You, you could have had anything. That, that, that was already art in itself. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a misstep. But the only misstep of the whole thing. Jeff listened to some tracks today, and he's, he's poo-pooing a little bit. Well, I want, I want, I want to hear what Sonji oh, yeah, has Sandy, to what say do, What do you have to say about this whole... Like, my story. Uh, our story. What do you think of Video Games Live? Well, he hasn't <laughs> seen it. Well, well from, from have you what heard any gathered, of it? Did you, listen, you, did you listen to any of it? Very little. Okay. Really, I'm surprised. I was. I've been listening. So disclaimer: I was listening to Video Games Live for like three or four years before I went. This has been like a dream come true kind of thing. Like I'm actually getting to see them. Uh, I, I love their music. Like their cover of uh, Baba Yatu from That's Civ so Four. Yeah. So good. Did you? Yep. Yeah, and their Mega Man and Sonic ones are some of my favorites. But but we we're asking you, what is your opinion on on it, Sage? Well, every time video games appear in in other contexts, mm-hmm. to me, is really cool. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. video games hasn't had hasn't yet reached that level of recognition from the I don't know pop mainstream. culture or, yeah or mainstream right. It's always is really or or I don't know it's misrepresented. It is a lot the video game culture. So I think it's pretty cool. And that's one of the reasons why he did it. Like he's he's like. You know, he loves video games, obviously. He works in them, and he wanted to bring the legitimacy Correct. Uh, yes. to the genre to show well, people how great it is. at the same time, he wanted to help promote the arts right. in he wanted, each place that he goes, yeah, right, he, know, which is great. He even said he wanted to blend... Uh, he wanted to attract the gamers who love video games to see the symphony and in, in, those arts, mm-hmm. and to show that those people who go to those things, that video games music is its own great thing and shouldn't just be discounted because it came from different software or whatever you want to call it, different medium. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he, it was merged very well. Yeah. It was great, and I love it. And I think if they come back, all the BB crew has to go and see it. So for me, there, there's two sides to Video Games Live. Um, the dark CD in the world? <laughs> well, there's, there's, this, there's the actual album that we have here. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's actually seeing them live. Which are different. completely different experiences. It really is. And it, it, coming from someone who did listen to the music before seeing yeah. them... I appreciated it way more after. See, to me, I was listening to some of their songs today, mm-hmm. and I really just felt like I was listening to the game soundtrack. I couldn't really feel anything different to it. I remember the orchestral Sonic in Sonic uh, 2. Yeah, exactly. The I, orchestra playing in my and, Genesis. And I listened, to, uh, especially when I listened to the Shadow of the Colossus song um, by the Video Games Live people, yeah. and... It was just, it, I may as well have been just listening to the Shadow of the Colossus soundtrack, because it was the exact same thing. So, so one thing that, that I think that they're missing mm-hmm. is to add a little more spice to their songs. Now, that's true for some songs. Some songs, yes. And some right. songs, I think, I think it's harder like that. for the more recent stuff, like like the, the Blizzard stuff. Now, you may... Well, you may th- sorry? Wouldn't a lot of the bigger companies like Blizzard and stuff basically not exactly an orchestra all playing together but that they basically have that they for their songs do, I mean yeah. Yeah, yeah. let's be real well what you guys made me think of is the fact that there's listening to a band's CD and then going to see their concert it, it, two different things right but the, the difference here is that 
this is already recorded on another CD. I can go out mm. and buy, you know, the World of Warcraft soundtrack so and you're... I'll get the exact same songs that they're performing and there's really no difference. I... And like you said, some of them, they do kind of mix them up a bit, but there's enough of them that are exactly the same. I now, just, like, I've, I've listened to so, I listen to almost all their music. And what you're saying is true of some of them, but I would say the majority of them is that's not the case. Yeah, probably true, because I, I only listen to a select few right, today. Yeah. But I can't help but compare them to the Black Mages. I know it's not Final totally Fantasy fair. Fanboy yeah. Yeah. I know, oh, I know oh, it's not totally out. fair, but the, the thing with them is that it has the nostalgia of the video games... Mm. But it's a lot more spiced up. It's, I feel it's, it's a more hard rock version of a lot of their songs. It is. And, you know, to me, you know, I'm into the more heavier music. So it appeals to me because that they do it. But at the same time, even if it was like, like I don't I don't listen to rap at all. But if they did like, you know, Black Mage's rap. Uh, Dwayne and Brando actually. You told me about this and I keep, meaning, you, you gotta listen I, to I keep meaning to. It would still appeal to me because... It's a franchise that I enjoy, and it takes the music that I love, and it just spices it up in a, in a different way. So that that's my my problem with video games live <laughs> is that they seem to put on a good show yeah. live, but I don't think there's any point listening to them on your iPod I mean, or whatever you listen to. I can't agree disagree anymore. I, I love listening to the orchestrated versions of a Sonic and Mario, and and because it, it, I just feel like you haven't given. It, yeah, I think you need to listen to them more because honestly, the one week angel is completely different. Yeah. Even oh, though you didn't, even though you didn't like the opera, the FF six film the opera. I even didn't. though you didn't like it, though, it was different. It was. I'll give them that, but it wasn't and a lot, in a good way. No, I, I kind of agree. The FF six opera. It was more of like upbeat and kind of poppy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Tetris opera. Oh, that was the, cool. The court, like a, they learned Russian. To oh, yeah. sing the fucking the song, song. Was it was neat. incredible. That's cool. I don't. Yeah. It's like, they, but they seem they seem like their 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 name of their group is Video Games Live. It is all about the being yeah, live. Yeah. Alive you know, they should be experienced experience. live, and I think otherwise, you're probably missing out on a lot that they have to offer. Seeing the live show is definitely the best, but not everybody can see it. Oh no, absolutely. And when you want to listen to something a bit different from the regular music, or a lot different depending on the song, I mean that's there, and and in the end. Most a lot of video game music isn't done by a full symphony altogether, mm-hmm. and isn't even if the arrangements are similar, you're still getting something a bit different. I think. I think if you were to take some of those songs you were talking about and actually play them like one after the other, you'd probably hear the differences. Probably, well, like I did because. Oh, uh, did you do that? Well, like well, I didn't do that, okay. but I did see the difference. I listened to the Castlevania song that they had. Castlevania was pretty. Fun, and and it? you know because obviously that's old, just old TV, yeah. right? But their Mega Man is really good. I, I can't believe I missed that I'm surprised, one. too. I, I, like, su- you love Mega Man. I do, and I'm surprised that I missed that one. But their Sonic uh, is great. Like, a lot of the older ones are, are, like, mishmashes of a bunch of tunes from those games into one, like, arrangement. Yeah. And I think those are really fun. It's just, but you're right. Being there is completely different it than would, listening. Because I, whenever you were telling me a little bit about it today, we didn't want to get into it too much. Yeah. Um, but I had no idea that they had that sort of interactivity with the crowd. And that is great. Like, that is oh, it's, something it's fun. that you would want to see. And they encourage you to have your concert. phones out and, and take oh, videos. Really? Yeah, I didn't Usually know that. Like, put your phones yeah, away. I was hiding it the whole time. And at the end, I noticed people are posting videos. Like, shit, I should have done that. Well, I was upset. He said, he was like, every time you see something on the screen or you, there's a part of the song that you really like, feel free to Woo. clap and cheer oh, yeah. and everything. In the middle of the song. Yeah. You don't have to wait until each song is done. Oh, yeah. And, and, and they, clap. they get you to, to sing with them and clap and stuff. You, yeah. you, like like a concert. Like like during, uh, I think it was Castlevania, actually, everybody clapping and stuff. And and uh, oh, and there's like like little parts, like conductors, like, you know, I apologize, but for the horde. And then all the people in the audience, like, you play horde, like, woo! And this one guy's like, for the horde. And I was like, boo! It was really fun. Yeah. 
Uh, it was it was great experience. I think you would you would enjoy it a lot. I think I would. I think granted, I would, I would enjoy seeing Black Mages alive too, oh, well, or they, the Final Fantasy Orchestra, or the Zelda Symphony of the Goddess. Like these are all things that I, I want to experience in person. And uh, I have, I think I have the CD of the Zelda Symphony with my Skyward Sword. It's good. Yeah, I, I, listen, I mean, I've listened to it, and he and Seiji here is going to see him this year. That's pretty badass. That's You're, awesome. So we're going to get a topic from you telling us about your experience. Correct. And then we'll see who's most excited when we play the episodes side by side. Like, was Rob more pumped about Video Game Live or was Sadie <laughs> more pumped about Zelda? You know, that lady who, Amir, maybe she'll be conducting it and maybe we'll have both met the same person. She got so into it. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. It was it's crazy. It's you can feel so like cool. the um, love that these people. And there's a lot of like, weird little things like like during one of the rock songs, uh, Tommy's like banging his head and then the guy on like, the cello is doing the same thing. <laughs> and at the end during Chrono Cross, Chrono Cross. The, hashtag. The, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Barrel. The guy, the, one of the old, he's like 50 or 60 fiddler. He's like standing up and he's right into it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's playing the violin because that's, that's very violent heavy in Chrono Cross. And it was just awesome seeing them, even like the, the symphony people getting right into it and having fun and like, that was great. But that's, I mean, we don't need to say much else about Video Games Live. It was just, if it's in your area, the tickets aren't too expensive and you love video games and video game music, you should definitely check it out. If Black Mages come near, you should check oh, them out, check too. Them out. But they, yeah. they probably won't unless you live in Japan. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that, that's that's it for uh, Video Games Live. And thank you for joining us, Megan. Yeah, I have to go see my cat. Okay. All right. Up next, to finish this a little bit longer episode off, we're going to talk about some pickups because we got a lot of game, we got a lot of stuff picked up. So, tune in. So let's talk about those pickups. Who wants to go first? Well, Sagey's jumping in. I'll, I'll go middle because I don't have much. Fair enough. All right, Sagey. What so do you know? How uh, Target in Canada yeah. is, is closing. Rip right? Target. All of the locations across Canada. Yep. So I went this weekend, and they have this sale that every video game forty percent off. Yep. Even even the ones that were already discounted or on, on clearance, like. Like this one. What's that? Was was already on clearance. I got 40% off. Um, well, I got five Wii U games. For your collection, yeah. Pretty crappy games. They're all like Transformer games. They're all licensed oh, and one God. Just Dance game. Ugh. But you know. But you need them for your collection. Of course. When are you going to open those so, up? So we, do you want to, after the show, go crack those open and play some Transformers and Just Dance? Not right now. <laughs> I may not, not ever play them. So I can't see the value going down, honestly, if you open them. <laughs> ouch! Ouch! Okay, so what, some so people yeah, look really so hard yeah. on those games. I Rob. do, and I respect people who worked hard on the limited time and the limited budget they were given to work in these games. So I got Transformers: Rise of the Dark Spark. Ooh. Transformers: Rise of the Dark Spark. Ooh. I got Angry Birds trilogy. <laughs> oh, shit! Wait, Wii U. It was a Wii U exclusive Angry Birds, right? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, I got Scribble Knots. Unmatched. Ooh, that's Superman on that. On that. At DC Comics Adventure. Ooh. Super Aqua Flash. Super Aqua Flash. That's, that's, super that's my favorite Flash. superhero. Got Lego The Hobbit. Lego games are pretty good, actually. Lego games are decent. Yeah. And Just Dance oh, Kids. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just Dance Kids. Do you, do you need, like, a DDR pad for that game? <laughs> I have one of those. <laughs> 20 uh-huh. years from now, Seiji. You'll look have, at them. Look at the kids. They're, they're having really, fun. They're really into it. 20 years from now, you're going to crack something for your kids. Like, son or daughter. You know, I have I've been saving this for twenty years of my life, unopened <laughs> for you. We're gonna take out the Wii U, and this is the only console you allow in the house. So, oh, Wii U, thanks, Daddy. We need to play the Wii U, and then they're gonna play Just Dance Kids. 
Yeah. And then they're going <laughs> to hate you forever. <laughs> and finally, uh, last week was my uh, birthday. What console is that for? This is not a game. What? This is a book. This is the second book. book. This is the second book. It's a book, so it's a bunch of Does it of have paper. Amiibo support? <laughs> no. Not that I know of. But it's, a bunch of, it's basically a bunch of paper with, with, with ink. And oh, I have a couple of those. And you can do an activity with it. Which oh. Is, it's called reading. Read. Reading. That's like when characters talk in a game in a, a subtitle. Kind of like that. It's almost oh, like a Final Fantasy game. It's related Whoa. to that. Yeah, yeah, so it's like that. It's like a cutscene. <laughs> That's one long cutscene. Yeah. You have to read. You must hate it. So what is, what is this book that you So got? it's called Replay, The History of Video Games by Tristan Donovan. Wanker now, kid on the cover. Uh, I, I, I mentioned that I got a, a book about the history of video games. Yeah, the one looks like it's from the 90s, which yeah, kind of was. This one is newer, and oh, it's also from uh, from a British guy. So they yeah. get video games over there in Britain land. We should ask a British person. We don't yeah. have. We're not members of Britain. We're not qualified. But to we this. know a British person. We all have to ask. Oh, if they Richard. Get video, Richard yeah. Yeah. Well, other Richard, not me, boss Richard. No, 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 British Richard. Richard of Stratton. Of Stratton. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to ask him. Lord Stratton. Lord yeah. Stratton. <laughs> yeah. Duke of Cornwall. So yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty. Um, have you started really it? Yeah. The cover no, looks terrible. I just got it today. Oh, okay, okay. In the mail. Yeah, that was cover. me, by the way. That's me. <laughs> you know, when I was that age, I looked like that. Actually, that's right. There you go. Yeah. Oh, and, then, and, then and that looks like it's from the eighties. That could have been me. There's Jeff. <laughs> I would have been a lot younger, oh, yeah. though, right? So Jeff would have been a fetus. Yeah. Like if there's a, a pregnant woman in the background, that would have been Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so young. All right, what did you bring, Jeff? Um, so I didn't bring anything oh, because well, technically, but. Ooh. Um, I did pick up a few things yesterday, or two days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought my second Amiibo, first of all. Right so what'd you, Who'd you get? I got Link. Link. So I was, I was pretty happy with that. Did you find a Link? I found a Link. There was, yeah. one, there was one at EB, and okay. I was just like, pick it up right now. My girlfriend just grabbed it and like, bring it over here. So I got that. And I, I find I... it alarming that you bought your <laughs> girlfriend a lot like that. $13.99? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, Aminus. All right, quick Aminus Amendment. Yes. Amend, a bit addendum? Yeah. <laughs> so it's cool that you got it at thirteen ninety nine because soon, oh, I, I'm not really sure. He's why. dropping the bomb. Price increase. $3. Ouch. Ouch. To fifteen ninety nine, Just in Canada. Because Canada, our dollar so, sucks. So I need to get Mega Man before that happens. I saw a bunch <laughs> of Mega Man at probably EB, actually. There, was there, there was, the other day. There was none there on Wednesday. Oh, shit. Yeah. You missed out, man. Yeah. So I didn't know you looked for me. I've seen it in the future. I'll grab it for you. Yeah, Mega Man's the only one I really wanted yeah, in the first place. I want another one. I actually opened up. Yeah. Well, so, and then when I got home, I had my Link Amiibo, and unlike these guys, I take them out of the box. Hey, my Link's I'm, open. Yeah, your one Link, so is open. Yeah. But I have both Peach and Link out, and so first thing, I was playing some Smash with them, and it was fun. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's that other game that I have? Hyrule Warriors. Mm. So I uh, used Link and I unlocked the spinner weapon for Hyrule Warriors. It's Damn. really fun. I was rocking that for a while. I, then I haven't played Hyrule Warriors in about a month or two. So I kind of got was back into it. And I was like, wait a minute. Let's buy all the DLC Is for Hyrule pickup? Warriors. That's my pickup. Pick oh. That's my pickup. I bought all, right. all the cool. DLC. Um, I already had one of them, but I got the rest of them. Um, the Orcarina, Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. I already had Majora's. And I got the boss back. Which I mentioned last week. You played as a Kuko? I don't know where he is. Oh, I couldn't him? I couldn't find the Kuko. Um but follow up next week. Yeah, I'm better find him. But I did there's a special mode where you get to play as as big 
pig Gannon. 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 And that was that is so much fun. That's cool. I, I had a great fun time with that. Um, all the new adventure maps I got. The Majora's Mask one is a pain in the ass, <laughs> um, but it's fun. And yeah, I'm just currently getting through all that. And it's, it's so far the adventure mode maps. I didn't realize that each one has its own adventure mode map. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. each DLC comes with that's its own. Map. Yeah. yeah, and it was like twenty bucks. Are they for based on the game they get? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. There's like Terminus right for on. Majora's yeah. Mask. I don't know. I might have to pick Twilight those up Princess myself. One. Yeah, they're good. And then uh, I can't remember the rest of them, but they're fun. Twilight Princess. Yeah. All right, so my pickups, and I got a lot of pickups because I'm re- irresponsible with money. It was also my birthday last week as well. I don't have all of them in the room here with me, but let's start with some of these here. I got an import game yesterday, uh, Rockman Dash. Do you want to read that better? Here it comes from Seiji. It says, Lokman Dashu. There we go. Who's, who's Rockman? That doesn't he sound familiar the, at all. He is the rock band um, mascot. Oh, right, yeah. right. And so I don't know anything about this game. I just want it on eBay real cheap, and we'll, we'll a, play it. There's a very familiar guy in the cover, but... It's, I, uh, I, what's I that, Mega Man Volnut? No. <laughs> <laughs> that really, I forget what Mega Man that is. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But the, it, the Mega Man without the helmet is very strange. Looking. I like him. But he looks like a... Oh, it's Mega Man Legends Mega Man. No, it is Mega Man yeah. Legends Mega Man. But, uh, which is a good game. I didn't mind it. But um, it just, it's not what you'd expect Mega Man to look like. He looks too happy. Mega Man's always serious. <laughs> well, okay. So uh, I also got two games from the Dying Target. Sly Cooper Collection for the Vita. Sly Cooper is a pretty cool PS2 series. Donkey Kong Country Return for the Wii. What? I've never played it. Yeah, you mentioned that. But now I'm going to be able to. It's going to go on my my medium list. I've never played play. this one. I, I haven't either. I got Persona for the PSP from a friend for my birthday. It's the first Persona ported to the PSP. So that's kind of cool. Oh, so Shin Megami Tensei, that's Persona? Shin Megami Tensei is like the mother series, and Persona is one of the series oh, that's off from it. There's like Shin Megami Tensei, Digital Devil, Survivor, Summoner. There's a lot of them. I've just recently heard then about there's this just, series. Then there's just the, the flagship Shin Megami Tensei series. Just Shin Megami Tensei with no extra. Yeah, are anyway. these all available in North America? Or are these like... Mm, kinda, I think most of them are. I've, because I've just recently heard of this series, so I've been trying to get into it. So another few games I got that I didn't bring into the room... Drag- this is a, this is a fun one. So I went to this this game store in Halifax where the video games live was, and he found this Dragon Ball Z game called Haru Kanaru Denetsu, mm. and it looked like the, the the font was so messy it actually looked like they were actually like a, like kanji or, or hiragana or something. It wasn't. I, after a closer look, I realized I could read it, and so I thought I, I thought I was paying twenty bucks to buy an import game for Dragon Ball. But this is for the DS. It was English, so my surprise in the car I was like, oh shit, I can actually play this and not just buy it just to have. And it's like this card game, card game RPG for the DS. I never even heard of it, which goes goes to say a lot. So I got that. I got Riger for the Wii. Uh, I got Okami for the Wii, sealed. I haven't played Okami yet either, so I'm gonna play that. That's, is that the Wolf Zelda game? Yes. Yeah. I got Anarchy Reigns, Star Ocean First Departure for the PSP, Walking Dead Season One for the PS4, and I got in my hands here my favorite pickup, Final Fantasy Type Zero HD, and also featuring the demo to FF15. So is that their blood type, type O? Yeah, is I think that, so. Is that how yeah, it works? It is. And this game is great. Uh, we won't go into it much now. Maybe during one of our uh, Break in the Backlogs, I'll talk about it. The game's great. The demo for 15 was a... I can't wait for that game. It looks great. Now, I also got a few uh, books for my console as well. I got... That does not have Amiibo support? This one might. This one's <laughs> called... I think if you put your Mario Amiibo on top of this book... You're annoyed for a second because you have to take it off. <laughs> uh, this one's called Quite Super Mario. <laughs> How Nintendo Conquered America, Super Mario. It has a really cool cover, and I'm looking forward to reading this. Seiji has not read this one. There's a, a, a quote from John Romero. Want to oh, read it? Yeah, I do. Where is he? All right. 
Reveals so much of how Nintendo got where they are. It's an excellent read. There you go. Oh, John shit. Romero. From John Romero's Daikatana. There you go. I also got... I might. I think I'll look into it. I also bought Console Wars. And I'm halfway through the book. Nice. And it's fucking awesome. It is, right? I'm so involved in this. I, I read it mm-hmm. every... I, it's great. And the last thing I got, I'm going to drag it over here. And this is already on bonusbarrel.com, but I think we're going to start posting our pickups on our website as well. I got the <laughs> Zelda's Collector Guide uh, Treasure Chest box. I, mean, I saw it on uh, uh, Indigo. I, I rarely go in anymore. You should buy stuff online. But it was there for half off. And it comes with six hardcover gold-dipped <laughs> guides. Have you seen the guide before? No, I haven't even looked at it. I'll bring one up. Twilight Princess. Look at that Ooh. thing. They look like Bibles, but better because they're Zelda. And uh, <laughs> so, so is, is it a walkthrough? Both? Yeah, they're is just guides. They're official guides. Wow. They're prima guides, I believe. For uh, So, Twilight Princess, uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, Ocarina of Time 3D, Spirit Tracks, Phantom Hourglass, and Wind Waker HD. They're pretty cool. And it comes with a certificate. I'll read the certificate. Why not? To close off the episode. <laughs> yeah, I saw the certificate. All right. So this uh, limited. Number 28,189 of 50,000. 50, wow, it's in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> and it's translated. Okay. It has been 25 years since The Legend of Zelda was introduced to the world, and it's still going strong. This was made possible that fans will love the series. In the next installment, it is my desire to create a unique experience that is beyond our expectations. We are privileged to have your unwavering support. Don't worry, the horses will not run into trees. <laughs> Did they really say that? No. no. <laughs> wow. You know, this is going to be super helpful for you. Too. I know, I'm, after the show, we'll talk about yeah. that. Okay. So, I think that's it. We got. I, I might have more pickups, but it doesn't matter. That's already a lot of pickups. We'll post some images online, except for Jeff's, which don't exist. Digital. Here. So... Thank you guys for listening to Bonus Barrel. Uh, we appreciate the support. We couldn't do it without listeners out there. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, and we keep saying in the future YouTube. Hopefully that will happen someday. And, you know, please like, subscribe, rate us, get involved on Twitter, troll us, whatever. That's fun. And you tell us what you want to hear from the show, you know, if you if you want us to cover a specific thing. And we put new episodes every Monday, every Sunday and Thursday. And this is a long episode, but I hope you enjoy. And, and thanks for listening. This is Rob. And Seiji. And Jeff. See you later. 